global business news 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio. This is a Bloomberg Business Flash. From Bloomberg World Headquarters, I'm Charlie Pellet. Sound of the closing bell at the New York Stock Exchange as we wrap up trading on this Thursday, August 18th. Folks from the Institute for Pediatric Innovation ringing that closing bell. Stocks moved higher today. The Dow, the S&P, NASDAQ all advancing. Crude oil up 3.1%. West Texas Intermediate now in a bull market up 1.4, on West Texas Intermediate. Uh, we did have commodity shares rising along with crude oil. Brent crude advancing 1.9%. Back above $50 a barrel. Did see a trade above $51. Right now, 50.80 on Brent. Higher today by 95 cents. Walmart increased its annual earnings forecast after second quarter results topped analyst estimates. A sign the world's largest retailer is pulling business away from rivals such as Target. Walmart up 1.9% today, 74.30 on shares of Walmart. Bert Flickinger is managing director at Strategic Resource Group. He talked about Walmart right here on Taking Stock. When you have better leadership like uh, Doug McMillan and Greg Ferran at Walmart, Target has good leadership in Brian Cornell, but Brian's cleaning up the problems that have been passed along by his two predecessor and bad boards for 15 years. Uh, so, so with, so with Walmart, from, uh, fresh food to fashion, uh, they're winning for the first time. Corrections Corp of America and Geo Group, owners of correctional facilities, plunging today. The Justice Department is ending the use of private prisons. Today we saw Geo down 39.6%, Corrections Corp plunging 35.3%. The 10 year up 4.30 seconds, yield there 1.53%. Gold up $9 the ounce to 13.53, a gain of 7 tenths of 1%. Again, recapping, U.S. equities did advance S&P up 4 to 21.86, a gain of 2 tenths of 1%. 402 on Wall Street now. Let's take a look at other news from around the world. Charlie, thank you. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Mark Crumpton. Tens of thousands of people in Southern California have fled their homes as firefighters continue battling a wildfire in San Bernardino County. Cody Young lives in Wrightwood. I've never seen a fire actually get this close to town or actually burn an entire mountain. Pretty scary. The blaze has already scorched more than 25,000 acres and is only 4% contained. President Obama is about to make history again when he travels to Asia for international economic meetings next month. This will be President Obama's 11th trip to Asia since taking office in 2009, but he will be the first U.S. president to visit Laos, where he will participate in the U.S. ASEAN Summit and the East Asia Summit. There he will meet with officials to advance U.S. cooperation with Laos on economic development ties, and he'll hold a town hall meeting during the Young Southeast Asian Leadership Initiative Summit. President Obama will also be in China during this trip for his final G20 Leaders Summit. Amy Morris, Bloomberg Radio. Brazilian police say that four U.S. Olympic swimmers, including gold medalist Ryan Lochte, fabricated a widely publicized story in which they claimed to have been victims of an armed robbery in Rio. Authorities say that footage from a gas station posted on the Internet shows Lochte and his colleagues going to a bathroom and later sitting on a sidewalk as they were apparently prevented from leaving the premises. According to police, they were contained by guards after they broke property at the gas station and refused to pay for the damage. Global News, 24 hours a day, powered by more than 2,600 journalists and analysts in more than 120 countries. 
I'm Mark Crumpton. This is Bloomberg. Charlie? And we thank you. And again, a move higher for U.S. equities. S&P 500 index up 4 to 2187, up 2 tenths of 1%. Dow Industrials up 23, a gain of 1 tenth of 1%. I'm Charlie Pelleton. That's a Bloomberg Business Flash. Move around. Motion creates the motion. I feel the earth move under my feet. You move like they do. I've never seen anyone move that fast. All right, people, let's move like we've got a purpose. Something's called movers and shakers. They cost a little more, but that name cracked me up. Bloomberg Taking Stock, Movers and Shakers, with Tim Fox and Kathleen Hayes on Bloomberg Radio. So the move up in the major market indexes today maybe was not big, just one uh, tenth to two-tenth of a percent. Nevertheless, it was certainly a very widely supported move. Look inside the S&P 500. 322 gainers, 180 losers, three companies' share prices closing unchanged. Movers and shakers now. Dave Wilson, our stocks editor, is back to kick it off. You know, this is one of those days where takeover speculation kind of becomes front and center, if only because... You're not seeing a whole lot of direction in the market. And it certainly popped up in the case of the natural gas pipeline company, Williams. You may recall uh, back in June, Energy Transfer Equity scrapped a proposed deal to buy Williams. Well, there may be another suitor in the works. Uh, Williams recently rejected a takeover bid from Enterprise Products Partners, according to the Financial Times. The report cited unnamed people briefed on the negotiations. Williams was today's third best performer in the S&P 500. The stock gained almost 8%. And Enterprise Products Partners, on the other hand, fell about 2%. We've been talking about retail, so uh, I'll tell you about a retail stock. Perry Ellis International down about 10% today. This after recording another loss in the second quarter, although the results did exceed analyst estimates, both for profits and for sales. The company says it's going to close 15 stores over the next 18 months in an effort to boost their profitability. Once again, shares of Perry Ellis International down more than 10%. Well, a bit of a black eye for Harley-Davidson that pushed that share price lower today. They've agreed to stop selling, buy back, and destroy aftermarket engine tuners that the U.S. has called emissions control to defeat devices. Uh, Harley, ticker symbol HOG, I just love that hog, has also agreed to pay a $12 million civil penalty as part of a settlement with the U.S. after it was accused of violating air pollution laws by selling the Screaming Eagle Engine tuners, I guess they're screaming for a different reason today. Harley sold more than 339,000 of them from 2008 to 2015. Uh, they're also required now to sell only devices that comply with Clean Air Act emission standards. It's going to have to contribute another $3 million to mitigate air pollution under its deal with the Justice Department and the Environmental Protection Agency, Dave. Well, I talked about a potential deal, so let's talk about an actual deal that happened in the chip business. 
I'm referring to Sun Edison Semiconductor. Now, this is a company that was a unit of Sun Edison, went public. Sun Edison sold off its stake before filing for bankruptcy in April. So it's an independent company, and Sun Edison Semiconductor accepted a $683 million takeover offer from Taiwan's Global Wafers. And uh, in response to that deal, Sun Edison Semiconductor, ticker SEMI, S-E-M-I, as you might expect, up 39% on the day. How about to tell you about NetApp, the shares of NetApp today gaining more than 17%. Uh, this is a maker of storage equipment. Uh, the company reporting after the close of trading yesterday, uh, beating uh, first uh, quarter fiscal first quarter revenue and profit estimates by a comfortable margin. They also forecasted in line uh, with consensus for the current quarter. And uh, once again, the shares of uh, NetApp uh, higher today by more than 17 percent. Well, what rhymes with app? How about Snap? Now, this is going right to a story about Twitter. Twitter having a a tough day today. Share price down 5.8% at the close, and it's because James Lee at Credit Suisse Group says it looks like the dollars that advertising are putting towards Snapchat are being taken away from Twitter rather than Facebook. Uh, He writes, Snapchat's reach and frequency targeting targeting suits brand advertisers that traditionally buy a lot of TV ads. The upshot, the competitive impact on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube is limited, and they are seeing more pressures on Twitter, Pim. All right, it's time now for the Volatility Index Report. It is brought to you by CBOE VIX Options and Futures. Volatility can be harnessed with CBOE VIX Options and Futures. See disclosures. Learn more at cboe.com slash powerful outcomes VIX. The VIX lower today, down more than 5%, a decline of 0.63, settling at 11.56. And, uh, you know, typically August is a quiet month for many trading uh, investors, many trading professionals, but the VIX uh, is probably at its lowest level in about 12 months. It tends to drop in August, but it's le- well below its typical level. And uh, that means expectations for swings in the stock market uh, based on the prices of S&P 500 options uh, more uh, uh, a greater give it a greater potential for volatility. All right, Dave, you're up. Uh, hi, uh, my name is Dave. Wilson, where are you? Wilson! Just what do you think you're doing, Dave? We're going for a price on Wilson. Open up the door, it's Dave. Who? Dave. Hey, Mr. Wilson, your stock of the day, Uncomed Pharmaceuticals. That's right. I mean, one of the best-known bits of investment advice is buy low, sell high. This isn't always followed in practice, as Oncomed Pharmaceuticals illustrates. Oncomed's a developer of cancer treatments that harness a patient's immune system to fight the disease. The company was founded in 2004, went public in 2013, trades under the ticker symbol OMED, OMED. Uh, Oncomed made its IPO, initial public offering, at uh, $17 a share. Uh, the stock peaked within six months at $42.34, thanks to a development deal with Celgene. And then Oncomed's stock worked its way lower. The price dropped as low as $8.42 in February after study results on a pancreatic cancer drug were negative. While the shares have traded for less than the IPO price since then, Oncomed went ahead with a $55 million equity sale today. We're talking about 5.5 million shares, the equivalent of a 15% stake, 
priced at $10 each, and that price was 15% below yesterday's closing price. And it looked like for a time that Uncle Med might even fall from there in today's trading. Nonetheless, rebounded just a bit, closed at $10.07, and that's a loss of 14%, the biggest since January. Thank you very much, Dave Wilson of Bloomberg Stocks Commerce. You can follow Dave on Twitter at the one Dave. This is Taking Stock. I'm Pim Fox. My co-host Kathleen Hayes. This is Bloomberg. Bloomberg Taking Stock is brought to you by Land Over Manhattan, where New York goes for luxury. Conveniently located at 54th and 11th Avenue, and online at LandOverManhattan.com. Land Over Manhattan is at your service.